I, I, I believe much of the so-called church has been spewed out of his mouth. Jesus does not say things he does not mean just because he loves everybody. And you need to understand that. God does not just say things to hear himself speak. Just because he loves everybody with a love that we cannot, we cannot uh, reproduce ourselves. We cannot manufacture, uh, uh, manufacture. We cannot uh, begin to phantom how deep is the love of God. I can tell you this. The evidence of the love of God right now tonight is because you're still here. Is it, is is the fact that you're still here? For all of us should be destroyed and cast into hell. And that's a fact. And God can do it. God has promised He would do it. God has done it. There are people in hell tonight, and you deserve to go to hell, and I deserve to go to hell too. That's a fact. And even if you're saved. We are, we are so watered down and weak today. Uh, may I say to you, you still deserve to go to hell. We all still deserve to go to hell. It's only by the love and grace of God and what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Uh, but anyway, I... I'm a little bit later tonight because I had to get some rest from preaching three times on yesterday and uh, uh, preaching twice on Saturday and twice every day last week. Uh, one day, Wednesday was three times. And so I... I I, I call myself lying down for a little break and a little and stretch my legs out and uh, my wife was trying to wake me up but I was out the, I was the television was watching me I'm getting older now, so I have to get more rest. If you don't see me preaching uh, the gospel on a daily basis, if you don't see me encouraging you in the faith with the Word of God, uh, if you don't see me giving myself to prayer and to the ministry of the Word, uh, I assure you I am... Uh, knocked out, cold, in the words of Bishop Daniel White, Jr. Uh, I'm in a coma. That's what he would say. <laughs> when anybody, anybody, anybody who slept real hard, when you wake up, he said, you were in a coma, weren't you? And, uh... <clears throat> And uh, I, I'm in a coma, so to speak. And uh, uh, or I am sick and I can't move. Uh, 
because by the grace of God I intend uh, to be here with you every night until Jesus comes or until I die. Uh, it is the least I can do to give myself to the ministry, uh, to, to prayer and to the ministry of the Word, at least on a devotional level. And, and tonight, really, uh, I'm being led and I'm inclined to uh, do as little as possible. <laughs> okay, sometimes the, the, the Spirit hits me and I, I can't control that. Like these first little, these words I had, I, I didn't plan to say that. See, sometimes God be planning things, and and you, uh, he he'll just use you to say some things, even though you may feel weak. He's always strong and mighty, and uh, if you will make yourself available, he'll make you strong, and give you the strength to say what he wants said. And a whole lot needs to be said, and so he's going to use those folks who are willing to be used. And that's a fact. So, and I, and uh, quite frankly, I say again, I call on all of my pastor brethren, all of my pastor brethren. You it wouldn't hurt me one bit if you stand behind the sacred desk, either in your office, at home, with your bottom pants being pajamas, and have a decent shirt on and a jacket. Don't. No, Right of pajamas in the pulpit, and, and 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 that's another thing. Let me tell you, pastors, if the newsman has to have a shirt and tie on, hmm, come on now, uh, and with the jacket, if the sportsman and they be wearing some expensive suits, if the sports announcer has to have a jacket and a tie, and looking spiffy. Come on, preachers. One of the things that has killed the church is pastors dressed up with jeans and got holes in your knee, kneecap and all of that mess and a little little skimpy shirt on. Nobody wants to see all of that when they come to the house of God. You up there trying to be sexy. Uh, the, the women have enough trouble already with you because they, 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 they see things in you that you don't see in yourself. You know most preachers are ugly but women still love them. Why? It's because the, the, the devil make them like them a whole lot and their mind get messed up because he's the spiritual leader of the church. It's a devilish thing. And uh, uh, and there, there, there's there, in any given church, there are women who would almost do anything to get just get a piece of that man, that that man of God. It's a demonic thing. Pastors don't fall into that trap. What does that say? Okay, okay, we'll just go ahead and hit that X. You should be all right. And uh, 
So, <clears throat> anyway, uh, yeah, you need to be careful, preachers. Don't don't think that you're Billy D. Williams. Come on, you're not, and you know you're not. You always had a funny shaped head. They 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 got they had a nickname for you in in high school. You always weird looking. I, I'm telling you the truth. Most pastors are not debonair and handsome. And those who are, they are probably fake and phony. And they all have quit. No, it's that, it's that thing. It's that authority, that spiritual, those spiritual gifts, that talent that they're attracted to. And as soon as you mess up with them, you lose your power and your attractiveness in their lives to you. And they will begin to hate you and despise you. So don't fall for the okie doke. Don't fall for the devil preacher and the, and the flattery of a beautiful young lady and all of that right there in the church. And uh, she doesn't want you, she wants your prestige, she wants your authority, she wants your power. And uh, we got something weird uh, going on uh, on our, uh, one of our devices, as usual. Uh, the devil always gets mad at me when God just uh, tells me to say some things off the cuff. Off the cuff. Uh, but anyway, let me be light tonight and let me move on and, and, and try my best to stick to what I'm supposed to do. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And I got, I have some foes in the family. The devil has made sure I have some foes in the family. It's an interesting thing uh, how the devil can make uh, somebody who loved you dearly, stood with you, supported you, uh, turn their backs on you, betray you, try to cause problems for you instead of uh, help you not not enough to just turn your back and betray you but they are demonically driven to try to harm you and hurt you and hinder you uh, they're hell-bent on doing that oftentimes if it's a close family member it is a devilish a demonic church friend or family uh, a new uh, uh, Johnny Come Lately family member who's filled with demons putting the love starved family member up against you. And so, say it again. Uh, you uh, you can. If you, uh, the internet is fine. Okay. 
Uh, let's just. Did they give you some seconds, some minutes? Okay, let's try. Let's roll. Let's let's roll. And so uh, I have some family foes, and you do too. If you're doing something for God, it's okay. Jesus knows all about it because he told us all about it. He predicted it over 2,000 years ago. Your greatest enemies will be they of your own household. Get used to it. And see, he allows that to happen to see where your uh, loyalty lies. Does your loyalty lie to your family, which is, which is the case for many people? I have family members who are mad at me because I preached a series of sermons titled uh, Family is Not Everything. See, and, and all born-again Christians have to get that in their minds. Family is not everything. God is. Jesus is. They are the ones who gave you the family. And if they get mad because you're not willing to compromise with them, then so be it. They have to take that up with God. But God is the one who gave me the family, blessed me with the family, gave me the privilege to raise the family, in my case, by myself. And so I'm not going to let family members uh, turn me around from God, who gave me all of those blessings and all of those good times and fun times, and then provided for the fun times. Are you kidding me? And work miracle after miracle every day. In our family, because I have, uh, I'm living by faith, and I have never worked a job, outside, a secular job, outside of the ministry of any real worth. Uh, God answer, had to answer thousands of prayers, my friend. He did. Against my wife's will, who is with me tonight. And, uh, uh, and, 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 and refuses to leave. I've asked her. I said, no, I've already raised the children and everything. You know, you and I have not had a great marriage uh, relationship. The sex has been great. I said, don't you want to go ahead on and live with your family now and, and, and do what they, they're trying to get you to do? Uh, no, sir. Uh, I'm committed to... God and, and my marriage vows that I made, and uh, I'm not going anywhere. I said, all right. And Mr. Why, well, while you're here, then make sure you are submissive and obedient. And, uh, and I must say, the past a couple of days, uh, she's been that way. And, uh, and she has uh, shown uh, more respect and uh, uh, a better attitude and spirit, and that's good. I don't know how long it's going to last. It only normally lasts about one day, but it's been a couple of days uh, this time around, and very and, and genuinely very helpful uh, when it comes down to the services over the past few days. So I give God the glory for the small blessings as well. Those blessings that may not last long, but Glory be to God. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, 
prayer devotional memorial uh, family and uh, evangelistic service. You say, well, preacher, why is it that you always pre preach the gospel in a devotional service? I'm a pastor and I would never do that. It's because you're not an evangelist. I can't help but do that. You understand that? I cannot possibly get up here and preach for an hour and not preach the gospel. That's unless I am very ill or I am about to die. <laughs> That's, see, an evangelist, see, the titles don't mean nothing in the church today. People running out the titles trying to be somebody in the church that's the last place on earth you are to try to be somebody you are nothing without God he gets all the glory praise and honor I don't even use the title I despise the use of titles in church because people have ruined that and messed that up and made them look uh, hungry for attention it is disgusting and it is the result, oftentimes, especially uh, of black folk who have had trouble in this country since we've been here, uh, uh, trying to get some kind of uh, professional title because their job or their whatever they do does not give them that. <clears throat> And, uh, and it's, it's ridiculous. And I hope it is dead. I hope the coronavirus plague chastisement rebuke has killed it. Dead. And, and that it will never rise again. Your name, if you want a title, your, your title is brother. <laughs> your title is sister, so-and-so, whatever your name is, Sandra Brown. No, brother Derek Brown. That's it. If, if that... Paul called himself Paul. John, by the first name. John Maxwell, Dr. John Maxwell, because he has all kinds of degrees. When you go and meet him, you know, shake his hand. And, and you know, people come up saying, "Dr. Maxwell, I have enjoyed your books so much." And he 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 would always say, "My name is John. My name is John." No, another Dr. Maxwell mess. <laughs> so get over it, people. And the people who do have an earned degree, like Dr. Tony Evans, Dr. Charles Stanley, Dr. Piper, uh, people like that, Dr. So-and-so, they have real accredited, I said accredited degrees. Uh, uh, give honor where honor is due. And there are some people who don't have accredited degrees, but they've done the work so well. Uh, give honor where honor is due and give them an honorary degree. And call them doctor. It's okay. There are people that who I know don't have a degree. I still call them doctor because of their work. It's about the work. It's not about the title. It is about the work. It is not about the title. It is about the work. Not about the title. The title has never been uh, uh, about the title, man.
Now, if you think I came out here to say all of these things I've said, you would be wrong. My beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 644, where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history, the present and the future. Just a little bit, that's good. Today we are reading the Song of Solomon and we're reading chapter 5 verses 1 through 16 uh, for we had a miscommunication on yesterday, and uh, we want to make up for it tonight. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the Word of God, the Holy Bible, at the Song of Solomon, chapter 5, verses 1 through 16. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, hallowed be your name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. And Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you for all that has been done for the preparation of this, uh, in preparation for this service. And Holy Father God, we are having a little technical glitch right now. I pray that. Uh, my wife, Marika White, would do whatever she needs to do to make sure uh, there is not a further problem. Give her wisdom, knowledge, and understanding and insight. For it seems to me that it needs to be taken care of on this end. Help my son, Daniel Ezekiel, to diagnose it if uh, he can or my daughter Daniqua, or my daughter Danielle, so that the rest of this service will go smoothly, decently, and in order. As, Lord, I know you will make it, you will make it to be. And Holy Father God, it is a complete joy to pray to you tonight in heaven, knowing that this could be my last night on earth and our last night on earth I praise you and I thank you for your holy word that says ask and ye shall receive seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be open unto you and Lord uh, I'm oftentimes reminded of a song that 
Whitney Houston made famous, I look to you. Lord, help us all to look to you tonight. Around the globe, just because we're not uh, under bombs, bombs falling on our heads, just because we're not in the water in Florida, just because we're not going through tonight the sadness of losing a child either through death or trafficking even though Lord we're not homeless Lord help us to as you commanded us to suffer with those who suffer to identify with people who have it terrible in this world and to pray for them Lord uh, and to bring them before you your throne of grace and Holy Father God I pray Lord tonight I praise you and I thank you for your love your grace and your mercy I praise you and I thank you for your Holy Son the Lord Jesus Christ who is sitting at your right hand our Savior I praise you and thank you Lord for your Holy Spirit and your Holy Word I praise you Lord for salvation and spiritual family and life financial and material protection and provision mental and physical uh, blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years and Holy Father God I thank you for blessing my family and I to drive and travel travel uh, over at least a million miles no doubt maybe two over the years without a major car accident but tonight Lord we pray for a pastor pastor's family beautiful family the pastor was driving somewhere and uh, got into a bad accident and died he's in heaven with you now I hope left a beautiful uh, family behind beautiful young children and Lord so we pray that you will comfort that family tonight and there are many other families like that tonight they may not be in the pastorate but their brothers and sisters in Christ and even those who are not saved Lord nobody can comfort these people like you and Holy Father God I pray with that tonight that you would prepare us for good days and bad days prepare us for celebrations and tragedies for it could be us next help us to realize that help us to be humble to understand that our demise may come very soon and very quickly because there's nothing that can be done when the car hits you broadside uh, there's no no other preparation or and oftentimes not even time to pray 
so Lord help us to be prepared for weddings and funerals help us to be prepared for life and death as we stand between the living and the dead and Holy Father God I pray tonight uh, that uh, you would have continued mercy and grace upon me and all who are saved in my family and uh, all who are saved in this audience and in the country and around the globe for Jesus Christ's sake please forgive us of our sins our failures and our faults as we from our hearts by your grace forgive those who have sinned against us be they family friend or foe or stranger Holy Father God as you predicted we're living in perilous times and some of the most violent times Lord uh, in my memory and so Holy Father God help us to be prayerful sober-minded vigilant and watchful and Holy Father God I pray <coughs> Uh, that you would crush and crucify our wicked, evil, and ungodly flesh within us. Lord, we, don't, we really don't like to identify ourselves like that because we're proud, but the truth is we're depraved. And so, Lord, fill us uh, who are saved uh, in my family, in this audience, and around the world with the fullness and the power the unction and the anointing, the fruit and the liberty, Lord, of your Holy Ghost. <clears throat> and Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will uh, deliver us all who are saved from temptation, evil, and sin, even tonight. Grant us, Lord, your grace and your strength, your unction and your anointing and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right, to live right, to think right and to do right and to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight. For thine is the kingdom, the power and the glory forever. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you will help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked, evil, and ungodly ways and to repent of our sins and to get back to you, our first love. Thank you for your mercy, love, and grace. Wash and cleanse our hearts, minds, souls, spirits, and consciences in the precious blood of Christ. Make us, Lord, to be whiter than snow. And Holy Father God, I pray <clears throat> in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for my wife to humble down and to truly get saved and uh, believe in you and, uh, uh, and see her life transformed, that she will not continuing life like her mother, her aunts. We do thank you that her sister Diane 
has made a profession of faith, and we pray that that is real in her life. We pray for her brothers. We pray for her family. And Lord, I pray for my family, my mother and my two sisters. Uh, Lord, I pray that your Holy Ghost would not give them rest until they repent of their sins, of usurping the authority over men all of their lives, but not me. I believe uh, that they uh, usurped the authority even over my little brother who was fighting against it. And we live in that kind of society. And I pray that my daughters would not be like their mother or their grandmothers or their aunts or their cousins or anybody else. I pray that they will remember your holy word that they have read uh, hundreds, thousands of times that taught them differently. And that they will make a commitment to obedience to your holy word. <clears throat> and instead of trying to change me uh, and gravitate to these devilish people who are in our family, Lord, uh, I pray that they would be a witness to them and, and, and don't live like them. Uh, for that is not freedom, as they may think. It is sinful bondage and a life of loneliness, sadness, a lack of productivity, foolishness, whoredom, whoremongering, and sin. And uh, Holy Father God, veer them away, uh, steer them away from such evil and help them to remember you and what you did for them and help them to understand that it's only you that our family is in such a great situation right now with them living in a mansion and driving a new Mercedes help them to understand that that is a result of how I have raised them and even their aunt Diane said all of them have been uh, raised well and they have turned out great. And I give you the glory, praise, and honor for that. But as my wife knows and as my children know, I'm the one that did the raising by your grace. Uh, because as they all know, my wife, Marika White, did not rise to the occasion. Oftentimes, the man is the one who does not rise to the occasion. And sometimes, sad to say, the mother does not rise to the occasion, or the wife. It's just a fact of life. And so, Lord God in heaven, what the devil is doing to the minds of uh, a couple of my children is allowing them to, causing them to be influenced by devilish church members, devilish family members. And Lord, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of my wife's life and out of uh, her family's life, my family's life, and out of even 
any of my children who have been hit with a demonic spirit of a root of bitterness which for proud people is very hard to get out of and to overcome and so and as they know I have taught and preached and rebuked hard about the demonic spirit of Judas and you just revealed to me that among the disciples not only was there a Judas but there was dissenters or rather deserters all of the other disciples deserted you I don't know how you deal with it but evidently you dealt with it beautifully and you forgave them and they went on to turn the world upside down and then they had not only a Judas and deserters but they had a denier in Peter uh, you had a denier who denied you three times and so uh, I need to dwell more on those spirits as well and I thank you for showing me those spirits just the other day it's not only the Judas spirit but the denying spirit and the deserting spirit and so Holy Father God I pray that you'd cast these demon spirits out of my wife Marika White out of her family cast these demon spirits out of my family those who have it and out of the lives of my children uh, all of them that they will not fall into demonic groupthink and remember how many prayers they saw answered and how many miracles they saw come to pass uh, and uh, to remember your holy word and all of the prayers that went up. And so, Holy Father God, I pray uh, tonight in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would grant me your energy, your strength, your unction, your anointing, and your health and strength. Uh, Lord, I have been informed that my blood pressure is going up and uh, I pray that you would heal my body, strengthen my body, regulate my body, help me to sleep right, eat right, and exercise right each and every day. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray for the healing of everyone in my family uh, and everyone in this audience and around the world who names the name of Christ if they're willing to confess their sins and lay aside their pride and trust you and obey you and do it right and so Lord we pray that you would revive us again for those of us who are believers in Christ heal us in every way and Lord I pray that you would comfort those who are hurting uh, Lord we saw people today who were just inches away from a bomb falling out of the sky. Now Lord, uh, I've never had that experience and I am thankful to you that I've never had that experience. I saw a young beautiful lady today, No, couldn't be no more than 20 or 21 if that, crying and, 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 sh and shaken up because a bomb fell right behind her. Lord, I, 
I've, I've never experienced that before, and I'm so thankful that in 63 years of life, I have never experienced something like that, a bomb coming out of the sky and and uh, blowing up right behind me. So, Lord, comfort these people as only you can. Help them to lay aside their pride. Help Zelensky, who has proven himself to be a leader among men, to humble himself down and uh, uh, accept his losses and uh, go ahead on and for the sake of the people that are left uh, because they're already under threat of nuclear of a nuclear bomb to negotiate and work something out and let it be for their own good uh, because obviously they're not winning if the other side, Russia, can bomb the whole country to smithereens at will, evidently. And so, Lord, help people to stop doing foolishness. This is nothing but foolishness, pride, and evil on display and on both sides. And so, Holy Father God, I pray that you would intervene for their own good and uh, Lord raise up a peacemaker for you said blessed are the peacemakers and so Holy Father God I do pray that you would lift all of our stress and burdens and cares and worries and anxieties and troubles and problems and fears from our hearts minds souls and spirits we cast all care upon you for Lord we know that you care for us fill us with your peace Lord, and fill us with your joy, unspeakable, until the day we die, or until you come in the rapture and take us out of here. And Lord, I do pray that you will deliver each and every one of us who name the name of Christ. Lord, uh, deliver us from all distresses and afflictions, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions and persecutions and attacks Lord from the inside and from the out you experienced it Paul experienced it why not us and I give you the glory praise and honor for it because my you have blessed my life tremendously and so the little trouble that has come into my life Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for it, and I give you the glory, praise, and honor for delivering me from it. I pray that you would crush all of my enemies, as you have done down through the years, be they family members, friends, or foes. I pray that you will drive the devil and the demons of hell out of them, rebuke and bind the devil from their feeble minds, and Lord help them to follow you and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will deliver each and every one of us tonight from all spiritual and mental physical and emotional family and financial legal 
student loan debt, student progress problems and troubles and difficulties that we're facing uh, in our lives. And Lord, thank you for allowing things to be as well as they are. Thank you for remembering mercy and grace in the midst of chastisement, rebuke, and punishment upon wicked people in the church and out of the church. And Lord, I give you the glory, praise, and honor for allowing things to be as well as they are. However, they're getting worse, and they will get worse, uh, as you have stated. And, uh, and Lord, I pray, I pray that you prepare us for those days. And Holy Father God, I pray tonight that you would bless and protect all of my family members and all of the family members in the audience tonight, all of their family members who name the name of Christ. Bless and protect, uh, Lord, all of the Christians in this country and around the world. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, for you know how to take care of your people. Lord, protect us from ourselves. I pray for my uh, offspring, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, and Danielle, Duran, Danielle, and Quazia. Lord, I pray that they all would examine themselves and confirm uh, the time I led them to you on their seventh birthday. And all, most of my children are, I believe, are saved. I'm concerned about one or two. I pray that you'll open their blinded eyes, unstop their deaf ears, and truly save their souls and help them to always act like saved people by the power and the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, tonight, protect us all under the sound of my voice, protect us all and beyond from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, and evil people in the world. Place, Lord, upon us tonight the whole arm of God. Surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. And cover us and cleanse us through the holy and precious blood of Christ and make us to be whiter than snow and break every band of wickedness. And uh, Holy Father God, I pray tonight publicly. I normally pray about this privately. But Lord, I thank you for the liberty to pray about this tonight. I do pray that you would work a divine miracle as family members and friends and foes are forsaking us because of my stand against the abomination of homosexuality and lesbianism, sodomy, uh, as I stand against the demonic spirit of women uh, ruling over men in the home and in the church, which these people hate, as I stand uh, against the uh, uh, satanic, demonic spirit of transgenderism, and as I stand against the foolishness of Black Lives Matter, uh, which I believe as well was a scam launched really by a president, 
and to keep this kind of mess going on when we should be to use their terminology to move on uh, I am I am not I cannot be as a minister of the gospel a person who refuses to say all lives matter including the police officers lives and the Jewish lives <clears throat> white red white and black and yellow red yellow black and white we're all precious in your sight and here I stand on that and I have family members who and black folk who are mad at me because I I am not going for that foolishness which is led by lesbians and homosexuals they used race and racism as a Trojan horse to bring in transgenderism and homosexuality and lesbianism and the destruction of the man being the head of the household and I cannot stand there with them and so here I stand and I can do no other using the words of your servant Martin Luther I give you the glory the praise and the honor and I pray that you move upon the hearts of uh, red yellow black and white to stand with us and to support us with prayers and finances in the thousands of dollars so that we will not have to be concerned about that and Lord as you know I have not said anything along these lines and never prayed anything along these lines uh, for the most part throughout the prosperity gospel years so Lord touch the hearts of the people who uh, read me every day and listen to me every day if they are able and only if they're able to stand with us financially and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, that you will protect us from those who would like to uh, kill us surround us with the band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire and have all that we do tonight to be done and not only tonight but in our lives to be done for your glory praise and honor and for the lifting up of your holy son the Lord Jesus Christ for it is in his name I do pray and forsake amen ladies and gentlemen brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus the song of Solomon chapter 5 verses 1 through 16 I am come into my garden my sister my spouse I have gathered my myrrh with my spice I have eaten my honeycomb with my honey I have drunk my wine and so this is where people get romance from there's nothing wrong with it even though you may not be romantic uh, there's nothing wrong with romance it's biblical this is what people do today they get some honey they get some wine they get some rose petals they get some uh, sweet smelling things and all of that and if you if that's your thing 
you go on with your bad self. I'm saying that because I have challenged uh, people uh, to uh, have sex. I've challenged bona fide married people, a man and a woman, to have sex every day, to skip a meal and have sex. And most of you, by the looks of you, you need to do that. And uh, sex can change your mentality and your outlook and your perspective. I have drunk my wine with my milk. Eat, O friends, drink. Yea, drink abundantly, O beloved. I sleep, but my heart waketh. It is the voice of my beloved that knocketh, saying, Open to me, my sister, my love, my dove, my undefiled, for my head is filled with dew, and my locks with the drops of the night. You all right back there, sister, my sister? I have put off my coat. How shall I put it on? I have washed my feet. How shall I defile them? My beloved put in his hand by the hole of the door, and my bowels were moved for him. Everybody all right? I rose up to open to my beloved. And my hands dropped without myrrh. <laughs> and my fingers with sweet smelling myrrh. Upon the handles of the lock. I opened to my beloved. But my beloved had withdrawn himself. And was gone. My soul fell when he spake. I sought him. But I could not find him. I called him, but he gave me no answer. The watchmen that went about the city found me. They smote me. They wounded me. The keepers of the walls took away my veil from me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, if ye find my beloved, that ye tell him that I am sick of love. Everybody okay? Don't let your blood pressure go up. I told you all about that old lady yesterday, didn't I? You old people better be careful. What is thy beloved more than another beloved? O thou fairest among women, what is thy beloved more than another beloved that thou doest so charge us? My beloved is white and ruddy, the chiefest among ten thousand. What his head is as the most fine gold. His locks are bushy, 
and black as a raven. His eyes are as the eyes of doves by the rivers of waters, washed with milk and fitly set. His cheeks are as a bed of spices, as sweet flowers, his lips like lilies, dropping sweet-smelling myrrh. His hands are as gold rings set with the beryl. His belly is as bright ivory overlaid with sapphires. <clears throat> His legs are as pillars of marble set upon sockets of fine gold. His countenance is as Lebanon, excellent as the cedars. His mouth is most sweet. Yea, he is altogether lovely. This is my beloved, and this is my friend, O daughters of Jerusalem. Let's pray. Holy Father God, give us deeper understanding of your holy word. Uh, every time we read it, in Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, our Lord, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, it's all right. It's all God, part of God's plan. And be comforted for those of you who have enemies in your family. It's okay. It's okay. If you're doing something for God, if you if you're just praying to God and you are saved and you if you pass out a track once a month, you're going to have opposition from the devil. And oftentimes he's going to use the ones who you love the most. You take it, you know, remember now Jesus Spent three and a half years, a four-year college education with uh, his disciples who saw him walk on the water, raised the dead, feed thousands with the box lunch, uh, told the storm winds to be quiet, and told the stormy sea to sit down. And... Uh, they obeyed him. They saw this with their own eyes. But yet, one betrayed him, another denied him three times, which was predicted by Jesus. So he had he had a he was forewarned, and and then then he joined the other group and forsook Jesus at the cross. John was the only one at the cross with his mother, with Jesus's mother. So Jesus' mother was at his birth and at his death. She saw her son die. Okay, so don't worry about it. It's going to be all right. And, uh, and my sharing that with you uh, in the midst of sweet evangelicals who would never share anything like that because their family is perfect. The sweet Baptists and the sweet Protestants, 
You know, we Baptists don't believe that we're Protestant. You know that. Because we trace our lineage back, many of us, to John the Baptist. So we were, we've been protesting for a long time. We, but to be nice, some of our sweet Baptists have joined the ranks of the Protestants and the Evangelicals uh, and so forth, uh, which probably was a mistake. <laughs> but anyway, um, you know, but in all of these circles, we have a bunch of lying people who give off that their family is so loving and so wonderful and so sweet. There's not one devil in their family, not one Judas, not one denier, not one deserter. <laughs> and that's a lie out of hell. I hope that's, I hope there's a few families who have it like that, but most of us don't. Not if you're doing something for God. It's not going to work that way. One of the greatest theologians uh, living today has a son who is crazy. Homosexual. He's for homosexuality or something. He, he's an atheist. And, and, you know, and I don't know how he, I don't know how he came out as an atheist. And his father is one of the greatest theologians living today, if not the greatest, as far as I'm concerned. Go figure. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, and those of you who are part of the standing between the living and the dead family, uh, service family members. This is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International <clears throat> with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book titled Morning and Evening. <clears throat> This is the podcast, and this is episode number 607. Jeremiah chapter 15. Here you go. Where's, where's this at? Go ahead and finish it. Jeremiah chapter 15, verse 21. And uh, this is the morning and evening devotional the Charles Haddon Spurgeon uh, evening and morning devotional and I will deliver thee out of the hand of the wicked and I will redeem thee out of the hand of the terrible Dr. Spurgeon goes on to say, Note the glorious personality of the promise. I will. And by the way, folks, sometimes our devotionals last at three and four and five hours. So if I go an hour, hour and a half, don't be shocked. It's, uh, the, the devotions have been uh, 
the foundation of our family, having devotions, praying and reading the Bible, and we and then we'll go off and, and talk about other things as well. Uh, um, in our devotional services and devotional times in the family. The Lord Jehovah himself, Spurgeon says, interposes to deliver and redeem his people. He pledges himself personally to rescue them. His own arm shall do it, that he may have the glory. Here is not a word said of any effort of our own which may be needed to assist the Lord. Neither our strength nor our weakness is taken into the account, but the loan, I like the sun in the heavens, shines out, resplendent in all sufficiency. Why then do we calculate our forces and consult with flesh and blood to our grievous wounding? Jehovah has power enough without borrowing from our puny arm. Let's remember that tonight. God does not need our help. We need his help. Peace. Ye unbelieving thoughts, be still and know that the Lord reigneth, nor is there a hint concerning secondary means and causes. The Lord says nothing of friends and helpers. He undertakes the work alone and feels no need of human arms to aid him. Vain are all our lookings around to companions and relatives. Allow me to repeat that part. Vain. Vain are all our lookings around to companions and relatives. They are broken reeds if we lean upon them. Often unwilling when able and unable when they are willing. Since the promise comes alone from God, it would be well to wait only upon Him. And when we do so, our expectation never fails us, who are the wicked, that we should fear them. Who are the wicked? that we should fear them, even in our families, in our churches, in churches even. The hypocrites, the Pharisees, and the Sadducees, who would rather kill you than join you against sin and evil. The Lord will utterly consume them. They are to be pitied rather than feared. I want you folks to get that. If you have some enemies, you have some foes in the family, outside of the family, inside of the hypocritical church, don't fear them. Have pity. Feel sorry for them. Because the devil is seeking to destroy them while they are attempting to destroy you and you 
because what's going to happen is it's all going to backfire in their faces. As for terrible ones, they are only terrors to those who have no God to fly to. For when the Lord is on our side, whom shall we fear? If we run into sin to please the wicked, we have cause to be alarmed. But if we hold fast our integrity, the rage of tyrants shall be overruled for our good. When the fish swallowed Jonah, he found him a morsel which he could not digest. And when the world devours the church as it has done, whether you like it or not, I'm not talking about the true church. The true church is going to prevail, but the Laodicean church will not. For Jesus will, and I believe he has, spewed you out of his mouth. Make up your mind whom you're going to serve. As for me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord up in here. It is glad to be rid of it again. In all times of fiery trial, in patience let us possess our souls, believing in God, trusting in God, believing in Jesus Christ, trusting in Jesus Christ, and constantly praying, praying without ceasing to God in the name of Jesus Christ. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, I praise you and I thank you so much for this devotional time. Help us all to take heed to it and help us all to believe your holy word and to walk by faith and not by sight and uh, not falter when hard times come. And Holy Father God, I pray that your holy word would find a deep lodging place in our hearts, that you would burn it in our hearts and help us to meditate on it, to pray uh, based upon it, to love it, to cherish it, to live by it, to practice your holy word, to obey your holy word, and to apply it to our lives. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, we move now to the family verses. And I believe that we have been in Ephesians chapter 6, verses 10 through 20 for three nights and tomorrow night I'm, I'm not going to change it now but tomorrow night if the Lord tarries is coming and we live we'll be where we should be and that is Ephesians 5 22 23 and 24 if the Lord should tarry his coming and we live but allow me tonight to emphasize one verse and but I'm going to read about three or four in Ephesians chapter 6 verses 10 through 20 and yes this passage of Holy Scripture is for the family finally my brethren be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil because the devil is going to come at, after you largely in your family life.
Okay, that's where he's. That's that's where the battle is. The battlefield is. You're only in church once a week. Most of you don't even go uh, that many times. There's no real battleground there. It's a battleground for the people who are actually serving God, which is probably only 13 people in the whole church of 10,000 people. They are they they are dealing with the battle. But most, but everybody is going to face this spiritual warfare with the devil in their marriage and in their family, whether you like it or not. You say, well, I don't want to fight. Well, you better. And here's the verse you need to remember. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of the darkness of this world against spiritual wickedness in high places. So before you go off the deep end, you, uh, when you sense something is awry and wrong, stop trying to make it a flesh and blood situation. Now it may be a flesh and blood situation in the sense that you're going to have to rebuke that person or chastise that person or punish that person to keep the devil out of your household and uh, to keep that demonic spirit out of your household. And the human being, the flesh and blood the human being must learn, and this is a ca uh, the case across the board in our, in our uh, country, in our society, and in the world. By the way, all criminals are not locked up. And many criminals are demon possessed, and 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 this is this is uh, more pronounced now than ever. Some of the things you're seeing and hearing, and so uh, and some criminals are in your family. There are people in your family who are demon possessed or de demon influenced. Uh, if they are. Dealing with people on the outside of your family. Uh, they, they may be extended family members. They may be church members. There are many church members who are demon-possessed. And what you would think are Bible-believing churches. And that's how they can connect with your immediate family. And influence them to have a demon spirit themselves. A whole lot of mess and evil and sin has gone on because of people in your immediate family connecting with demon-possessed people outside of your immediate family, either in the extended family, in the church, on the job. And some of you husbands and fathers, even some of you good mothers, have noticed it. Some of you wives, uh, you, you, you see, people think they can hide stuff. You can't, not from certain people. Husbands, they work, they're working on the job, and strange things are happening. He's always loved to eat dinner with the family, but now he's, he's skipping and missing three and four times a week, or two and three times a week. He has a sweet smell about him when he comes in the door. You can't hide it. You can't cover it up. Uh, his, 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 he smells. He wants to go and take a shower real quick. 
his hair was not had not looking the way it was when he left and then when you uh, try to have sex with him he has he's not interested and he has a certain funky smell about him that's not yours and same thing vice versa you, if you let your wife work on a job and, and if she's an attractive woman uh, men dogs are going to try to get with her. That's all there is to it. That's why you need to keep your wife home. You go to work, let her stay home. But anyway, she she comes home, she's acting different. She talks differently. Well, what's happening is she's being influenced on the job. Your husband's being influenced on the job by devilish people outside of your immediate family. And even your children can tell when something is awry. Oh yes, they can tell. They can tell if you like sister so-and-so in the church. They can tell if you like brother so-and-so in the church and you, you change. And, and, and Now, mo most men crumble when they run across a woman that they really think uh, is beautiful. They just crumble, they crum almost crumble. And people can tell it. Your wife can tell it. Your children can tell it. And there are some women who crumble at a man who they think is powerful and has authority and intelligent and all of that. Oftentimes, the pastor, they just crumble and they fall. They normally don't laugh about anything, but they fall backwards, almost getting ready to bust their head open, laughing at whatever he says, which is not even funny. People can know the people notice these things, my beloved. Okay, that's why it's best to homeschool your children, keep your wife at home to homeschool your children. If you have to work out, do that. If you can stay home, that's even better, and you can do that today. That's even better, and have your family to work with you. You say, well, what about, you know, interaction with other people in this state and the other? Well, you can do that at church, but, but, but uh, that's the American way, and that's overrated. That's overrated. And all of these lies you're hearing about, your children are going to go crazy. They're going to lose their minds if they stay home with their siblings and their mother and learn that way. When the public school system, they knew they were going to have a shortage. You know why? Because all of the good, all of the good teachers have left. Because they don't want to be involved with this foolishness that's going on and still not get paid and are told to uh, teach the children about homosexuality and anal sex and uh, sucking on a penis and all of this kind of mess starting in kindergarten. Raping their minds and destroying their souls. And you're going to take your children out there? You've lost your mind. I don't know you. I don't want to talk to you. I don't care what pastor come and say, well, I want you to talk with this family. They think it's all right. I don't, I don't even want to talk with you. You've lost your mind. You see, you just want to be free of your children. In, a, in what you think is a legitimate way. That's all. That's all. No, you need to come off that job. You already quit the job in the first place. In fact, there's a news article today that talks about how that uh, more people have quit their job recently than in 30 years. 
or something like that. You can stay home if you want to. You don't want to. you rather put your children in those hell holes. And that's where they're going to end up going, to hell. And now we got pastors who supported this homosexual foolishness, barrage of foolishness. And now, guess what they're having to do? The baby that they christened as a boy now calls himself a girl in church. And they and you better say what they want you to say, too, because they'll sue you. One person just got paid $30,000. Man just asked them the question, how do women have sex together? That's all the man asked them. What happened to free speech? I'm just asking you a question. He said, uh, how do women have sex together? Now, should he have said that? No. But uh, to be fined uh, fine $30,000, uh, she got, person got paid $30,000 or something like that. People, we're living in a topsy-turvy world. And you better protect your family from demon-possessed people. The demons are loose all across this country and around the globe. So that's the verse I wanted to read tonight for emphasis sake. Uh, always understand <clears throat> that there is a devil behind it. I have a family member. The devil has used somebody to influence this family member to have a nasty demonic attitude from hell that this family member has never had before. I know that. And I still love this family member. And, uh, I, and I'm praying for this family member. And that's all I can do. However, when you have pharaohistic, Jamaican-style pride in you, that's a hard nut to crack, my friends. I know. And Jamaican people know it too. <clears throat> so, uh, you need to see things the same way. You need to pray for them. You might have to feed them out of, long, out of a long handled spoon, but pray for them and still love them, but do not let them <coughs> hurt you while they are hurting uh, themselves. And try to protect the other family members from that demonic spirit from hell. And these things happen, people. These things happen. And you, uh, and you just need to count on the fact that you taught them well the Word of God every day of your life and you prayed for them and with them every day of their lives. <clears throat> and, and leave it to God. And God has the power. And, and matter of fact, I told my wife today uh, that only God can change you. And anybody in our family, particularly on the Jamaican side. Only God can take away that pride and help, and help you to see how you need to be humble <clears throat> and you need to get saved and stop holding on to your pharisaical uh, uh, hypocrisy. 
thinking that works and doing works and being uh, being faithful to the church is going to get you saved. You must remember that the biggest problem Jesus had was with religious people. It was religious church people who killed Jesus, man. His own brothers, his flesh and blood. So that's 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 one thing. That's another spirit right there. God just showed me. Not only is there the Judas spirit that will betray you up to people who are not in the family. Not only is there the spirit of denying you. Acting like I don't even know you. Just to, to fit in with the crowd of people who are against you. Then you have the deserters. Uh, a number of deserters <clears throat> but you have the religious crowd who should have known better deliver you up not to just themselves but deliver you up to the white man if you will See, most black folks would call those folks Uncle Toms. <clears throat> You're going to, <clears throat> excuse me, betray a brother. You Uncle Toms, and you're going you're gonna to have the white man to kill him for you. The Romans. I mean, there's, there's a whole lot of demonic spirits that were at the death of Jesus Christ, my friends. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, it, it just gets deeper and deeper the more you think about it, the more you deal with it. That's right, I said the Pharisees and the Sadducees were Uncle Tom's. <laughs> That's right. Let's close out our service with prayer and praying for others. Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, that you would have mercy and grace upon those of us who claim to be saved in this world and forgive us of our wicked, evil, ungodly, disobedient spirit. Of disobeying your great commandment and your great commission. And I pray that you'll help us to repent of that and be what you would have us to be and not get into cahoots with the world. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Eleanor White. We pray for the family and friends of Florida resident Barbara Levine. We pray for the family and friends of Pennsylvania resident David Noah. And Holy Father God, we pray for the millions of people who are still hurting from the coronavirus plague. Protect them all, provide for them all, 
lead, guide, and direct them all and um, comfort them all as only you can. Lord, we pray now for the people who are on the prayer list. We pray for the thousands who are on the prayer list and who never told us to take their names off. Uh, even though we do thank you that thousands of prayers have been answered for them and for us. And we pray for them all. We pray, Lord, for the salvation and spiritual family and life, financial and material protection and provision, mental and physical blessings upon them all. And uh, Lord, help them to continue to pray. Help us to continue to pray for them. We pray for a few by name. We pray for PTK. Please help him to fear you and give him wisdom. We pray for Zatar, please deliver him, his sisters, and his daughter from overeating and help them to have the proper attitude towards food. And Lord, we pray for Pastor Bushibi and we join him in thanking you for hearing and answering prayers and for the great services in all of their churches and ministries. And we pray, Lord, for the souls that have gotten saved, the people who have gotten healed and delivered. And uh, we pray that you would bless them with and provide for them the windows they need. The widow, uh, Lord, we pray rather for the widows, uh, Lord. Uh, and we pray for your comfort of them and uh, help for them. Please bless the youth seminar, the revival, and the open-air evangelistic work. And please provide them with the tin and iron uh, sheets for the roof. We pray, Lord, for the Nasanda uh, church a roof to be finished. And we pray, Lord, that you will cast the demons of hell out of the witch doctors and protect the pastor and the church from these witch doctors who are trying to hinder their work for you. Surround them with your protection, a band of your holy angels, and a wall of your holy fire. And Lord, I pray for the people who have gotten saved through the preaching of the gospel, uh, through this ministry, and across this pulpit. And we pray that you'll help them to stand strong in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Elijah, Spencer, Thomas, Peter, Charles. We pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to Christ. Frederick, Frederick, Anthony, J. Baptiste, Jonah, and Aletta. And Holy Father God, we pray that you would save those who are lost in, uh, who are under the sound of my voice tonight. Alive and on demand and on Facebook, on BCNN one on YouTube wherever we're being heard on uh, Gospelite Society, Gospelite House of Prayer. Go to church online, and Lord, we pray that lost souls would hear the gospel tonight and be saved. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray and for His sake, Amen. Dear friend of mine, if you want to be saved from hell tonight and saved to heaven when you die, uh, understand, uh, first of all, that you are a sinner in need of salvation. For the Bible says we all have sinned and come short of the glory 
of God. Secondly, understand that the wages of sin, the Bible says, the wages, the payment for sin is death. That means that we're all going to die and the reason that we're all going to die is because of sin. We have violated God's law. We have broken his commandments <coughs> throughout our lives because of our sinful nature and our sinful choices. We have broken his commandments of lying, uh, that we should not lie, that we should not steal, that we should not bear false witness, that we should not lust after people we're not, uh, and that we should not covet what other people have, that we should not uh, uh, dishonor our parents and disrespect our parents. And that we should not uh, take God's name in vain, just to name a few. That we should not commit adultery. Have you broken the Ten Commandments of God? I just mentioned six or seven. Have you done any of these things that God told us not to do? Well, then you have sinned against God, just like I have. Just like the Pope has, the Dalai Lama has, and even Joel Osteen has, the pastor of the largest church in America. Now, uh, you say, well, preacher, do you know Joel Osteen? Do you know for a fact that he has sinned? I don't have to know him. God said he sinned. God said we all sinned. All of us have come short of the glory of God. All of us have sinned against God. And uh, what God wants you to understand is that because, and this is a reality, as you know, uh, a whole lot of people died today in Ukraine. They were not expecting to die. They were going about their business. And a bomb fell out the sky. And they have died. The other day on the bridge to Crimea, uh, uh, people were just driving down the road. And uh, uh, like early in the morning, and they died, and they got killed. And you're going to die, you don't know when. A pastor was uh, going about his business, driving somewhere in a car and got into a car accident, passed through a church with a beautiful young family, and he's dead today, and the church and the people in the city are mourning him today. And one day is going to be your day. One day is going to be my day. And what God wants you to understand is that if you die from this beautiful place called Earth, with which Mr. Shatner, I think of Star Trek fame, told Bezos and everybody else, I appreciate the trip to, the, to space, but the beauty is not up there, the beauty is down here. He's, he's right in that sense. Uh, but he's not talking about heaven, he's talking about space. Uh, and uh, 
just understand uh, this is a beautiful place. This earth is a beautiful place to live. There's nothing wrong with it. God created it. It's something wrong with us because we have defiled it with our sins and uh, you're going to die from this place called earth and when you do if you do not if you had not believed in the Lord Jesus Christ while you were living on earth you're going straight to hell uh, to be tormented and to burn in the flames of hell forever that's the punishment for rejecting Jesus Christ and not believing in him who suffered, bled and died on the cross as the Lamb of God, the innocent uh, sacrificial Passover Lamb of God for all of your sins. He was buried and rose from the dead on the third day for you and me. And all you have to do to get saved from hell and saved to heaven is to believe in him. For Jesus Christ said these beautiful, loving, uh, most important words ever said in the history of the world to mankind. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou, you, shall be saved. It is as simple as that. Church membership can't save you. Doing good works can't save you. You don't have enough time. Paying a lot of money to the church can't save you. You don't have enough money to pay for this salvation. It is priceless. That's why it is a free gift. You can't work for it. You can't earn it. Shouting and jumping and running around the church will not save you. Has no evidence. There's no evidence of salvation. Speaking in an unknown tongue. Tongue is not the evidence of salvation. Getting baptized will not save you. Simple faith in Jesus Christ, the Son of God, plus nothing, Minus nothing. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou, you, shalt be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. Saved to what? Saved to heaven. For whosoever, the word whosoever means anybody at any time, Red, yellow, black, or white, we're all precious in God's sight. Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So do that, what Jesus Christ said to do right now. If you want to be saved, yes, it is as simple as that. It's not anything long and uh, drawn out. It's a simple matter of believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ. Right where you are. You don't have to go to a church building uh, to get saved. You can get saved right where you are. I got saved in an, in an Air Force dorm room uh, one night over 43 years ago. 
and you can get saved in your house, in your easy chair, on your bed, in your car, walking down the street. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Follow me in prayer. Uh, repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart if you want to get saved. Believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day. Repeat after me phrase by phrase. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I have broken your Ten Commandments as the preacher talked about. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul tonight. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to turn from my evil lifestyle and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you prayed that prayer with me and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God, then you are saved from hell, just like that. Your, it is your faith in Christ that did it, not any work that you did. Not any money that you paid. Not your church membership. Your faith in Jesus Christ, who died for your sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of God. And may I say to you, congratulations for doing the most important thing in life. And that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ. As your Lord and Savior. Now to grow strong in your faith in Christ. And to become a strong Christian disciple. I have a little book, a free book, titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. And you just entered in by believing in him. So, dear friend, go to gospellightsociety.com. Go there right now. 
gospellightsociety.com and download that book free of charge. You don't have to pay a penny. And there's another book right beside it to help you understand what you just did titled How to Get Saved from Hell Straight from the Bible. You can get that for free as well. Uh, two free books that will help solidify your faith and help you grow strong in the faith because it gives you the next steps. Also email us and let us know that you got saved so that I can rejoice with you so that we can rejoice with you and we're here for for you 24 hours a day uh, send in your questions send in your emails uh, and we have more material that we can send you to help you to grow you can go to gospel light society podcasts and get a complete Bible college education seminary education with thousands of podcasts to listen to and uh, Christian history uh, apologetics all of that is there for you free of charge to help you to grow in the faith and be the Christian that God wants you to be and, uh, and thousands of sermons uh, that you can listen to that's Gospel Light Society Podcast. Just type it in. It'll come up. And uh, uh, you can get everything you need. Bible studies. Onward Christian Soldier Bible study. Just a host of things. Designed to help you grow in the faith. And be the Christian that God wants you to be. Until next time my beloved. May God bless you and keep you. Pray without ceasing and keep your heart and mind stayed on the Lord in these troublesome times. God bless you, dear friends. Until next time, as we listen to the music on our way out.